Grit, Grace, and Gratitude, Navigating Emotional Well-Being with Essential Oils is a new podcast series. Join me on this journey and learn the benefits of essential oils for your mind, body, and spirit. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Exploring the Seasons of Life, a podcast for women with a big heart on a spiritual journey. I'm your host, Cindy McMillan, and I'm joined today by Leah Brashear. Each week, I interview coaches, spiritual explorers, and essential oil educators from all walks of life about beginnings, endings, and the messy bits in between. Self-love, well-being, and mindset are at the heart of our conversations because once you change the inside, the outside will begin to change as well. I am delighted to introduce my guest, Leah Brasher. Leah is a wife, a mother, and an essential oils wellness advocate with doTERRA. Her family has been using essential oils since 2019. These essential oils have helped her family through her daughter's journey with developmental hip dysplasia, through her journey with degenerative disc disease, and supported their physical and emotional wellness journeys as well. Help me welcome my very special guest, Leah. Leah, I am so, so excited to have you and talk about your journey with essential oils and the emotional benefits of them. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Cindy. I ask this question to all my guests because I love it. And that is, what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business? I really love this question, and I've actually given myself a lot of time to really think about it and um, kind of meditate on what that really means. And through doing that, I've realized that both personally and in my business, it's about allowing ourselves to be real and raw and vulnerable in our current situations, whatever that may be at the time. And not only with ourselves, but with the people around us. I think that when we allow the ourselves this opportunity to be truly authentic. It creates this beautiful space to be able to learn more about ourselves and about other people. And it really opens up opportunities to learn and to grow and to heal. And um, that's just such a, a beautiful experience, I think. And I realize that everybody, regardless of where they are in life, has value in their life experiences that can help somebody else. And when we keep that to ourselves, we're not only robbing ourselves of the chance to connect with and to get help from other people who have gone through something similar, but we're robbing the people around us of that same opportunity. Just simply sharing our experiences and what we learn from them with other people is priceless. And it benefits both the giving and receiving parties. And there's always something that we can learn from someone else's experience. And there's always something that we experience that someone else can learn and benefit from as well when we allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable enough just to simply share that. And um, I've also been thinking about all of our ands, <laughs> how none of us are just one thing, like we aren't just, oh, I'm just a mom or, you know, just a accountant or something like that. We are so many different things and just embracing that and sharing all of these things with other people. And it creates a beautiful space to connect with other people around us. 
So you can see why I just love that because, you know, when you when you stop and think about it, and I love the way you described it, but it's just when you stop and think about it, it just really allows these new ideas to come to us that, you know, we don't normally think about. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we get caught in this feeling of, oh, I'm so alone, or this is such a unique situation for me when there's other people all around us who go through similar things. And especially with social media, it's such a great platform to be able to see that none of us are alone. We all are unique, yes, but there's people all over the world who experience very similar things, and we can all learn and heal together through that. Oh, thank you, Leah. And I'd, I'd love to just go ahead and jump into your journey to getting started with essential oils. And what was that journey like for you? Well, um, I'll kind of get started with that. My daughter was diagnosed with developmental hip dysplasia when she was born. Uh, she was actually born with both of her hips completely dislocated. And um that kind of was the trigger to us getting started with essential oils. And it was a completely unexpected journey for all of us, but it was, it ended up having a really beautiful thing and it allowed me to kind of be vulnerable myself as a parent coming through this new hard thing of, you know, our, it's our first child and she's born with some complications and, um, realizing that there's other people experiencing the same thing too and that I have things that I can learn from them and it's created this awesome place where I can connect with other people and anyway so when she was diagnosed with her hip dysplasia we tried some earlier interventions that failed and through that we learned that when she turned nine months old that she would have a procedure called a closed reduction which is where they put her under general anesthesia and they manually relocated both of her legs into her hip sockets and then they placed her in a cast um, that went from her armpits to her ankles and she was in that for 12 weeks total um, and so going into this, my husband and I were thinking, this is a huge thing for our daughter to go through at such a young age. And we had a lot of concerns, mainly being like pain management. How do you help a nine-month-old baby deal with pain without having to put her on these hard pain medications um, that could cause more harm to her later and so I got on some Facebook groups of other naturally minded people and professionals and asked how can I help my daughter <laughs> with this and um, a dear friend of mine Melinda actually reached out to me and said hey have you ever thought about essential oils I was like well I'm not really so sure about that I was kind of skeptical she said well I have a dear friend her name is Laura Ritchie and she actually um is going through a journey with adult hip dysplasia. So would you mind, you know, reaching out to her and see if maybe she can help you or just be another friend through this process? So we uh, hopped on a call with Laura and we talked for about an hour about her adult hip dysplasia and how essential oils helped her with that. And um, it just opened this door for me of here's some alternative things that we can try to help our daughter with her health journey with uh, the dysplasia. And so we got started with the Home Essentials Kit from doTERRA. It's doTERRA's top 10 essential oils and a diffuser. And then Laura actually sent me a welcome kit and it was amazing. It had rollers. It had uh, fractionated coconut oil to be used as a carrier oil and 
whenever all of that stuff came in, we hopped on another call again and she walked me through exactly how to make rollers to fit each of our needs for our daughter. And um, we made rollers to help with nausea from coming off of the anesthesia, which was a really big concern that we had, especially with her being in a cast, if any kind of acid got underneath her cast, that meant her going under anesthesia again and having a new cast. So we couldn't that wasn't an option for us. And also with pain management. So we used Deep Blue, which is um, doTERRA's soothing blend. And we highly diluted it. She helped walk me through how to make safe dilution ratios for an infant, which was really, really important to do that. And so we used the Deep Blue to help her with pain. We used... um, Zendocrine, which is the detox blend from doTERRA to help detox the anesthesia and the dye that they had to inject. And um, with having all these tools, she never threw up in her cast. She actually slept through the night. We put lavender on the bottoms of her feet, and that was the first time that she slept through the night, which was a huge thing at nine months old in a full body cast. And so we, with this experience, we really saw how powerful this tool is. And that got me to the place where I wanted to share it with other people too. It's like, if this is so amazing and it's helping our family so much, what am I doing keeping this to myself? There's so much benefit in just simply sharing my story and allowing other people to have a healing opportunity like that too. And how old is your daughter now? She's going to be four in October. And everything's good? Everything is good right now. She hasn't been cleared for healthy hips yet, but right now um, everything is stable, and so we're monitoring that yearly right now. So it's been a huge improvement with that. Oh, that's good to hear. When you were talking about dilutions and everything, and especially with a child, that is that's so important for yes. our listeners to to really latch on to and quality and purity really make a difference also yeah absolutely so what i what i wanted to talk about you know the name of the podcast is grit grace and gratitude so could you maybe talk about one essential oil for each of those categories and why you like it so much i would love to So one of my tools that I use regularly is Essential Emotions book, and you can get it from a website called oillife.com, or you can also find it on Amazon. It's a really great resource, and um, just kind of, I, I really use this as a tool to help me if I'm struggling with something, there's an index where I can search for things. Um, But the oil that I would choose for grit would be a blend that doTERRA has. It's called Northern Escape, and it's the oil for stable transitions, which I think is really beautiful. And it's a blend of seven different tree oils. And the positive properties for this blend are stable, adapting, enduring, grounding, acceptance, all of these things that really help us to know, like, I am strong and I can do this. I think that's really beautiful. And surrendering control is another property of this. And I think that's a big part of grit, too, is realizing the things that we have um, control over and the things that we don't. And <laughs> that's okay. And so it's it's really beautiful and powerful oil blend. I love that, especially when you were talking about the properties and that surrendering control. I agree with you. That's a huge part of 
grit because when I think of grit I think of that resiliency Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and there's so many things that we can do and there's things that we can't and accepting that sometimes that's really hard but it I for me that's a part of what grit means to me is controlling what you can and letting go of what you can't the surrender in that how beautiful Leah and then let's see the oil of grace would be rose. That's the oil of divine love. And this is such a beautiful and powerful oil. It actually holds the highest vibration frequency of all of the oils. It's very, very precious. And the positive properties of rose are loved, compassionate, healing, tender-hearted, accepted, and receiving divine love. And to allow ourselves that grace of I am worthy. It's such a beautiful oil for that. And then the oil of gratitude is spikenard. And the properties of that one are grateful, acceptance, content, and peaceful. And all of these oils for the emotional components, what I like to do is rub them over my heart. It's a really great place to do that and to just even do a palm inhale. And that's where you put just a drop of the oil on the palm of your hands, rub your hands together and then cup it over your nose and your mouth and just take a deep inhale and allow yourself to kind of feel everything that you're experiencing in that moment and to sit with it and to reflect on that. It's a really powerful way to use those. Thank you so much. Because I was going to ask you for maybe our listeners who have never used oils before, how they would use those. Using them topically is a really, a really great way to do that. Um, the bottoms of our feet, especially the big toe, this sounds kind of weird. And when I first heard that, I was really skeptical. Um, but that's a really great place to use them topically because they affect our entire body. And when you place an oil on the bottom of your big toe, that's the reflexology point for your brain. And so it, you have larger pores on the bottoms of your feet, and you also don't produce sebum, which is the protective coating on your skin that kind of prevents foreign materials of absorbing, and you don't have that on the bottoms of your feet. And so that's a really great place um, to apply oils for it to be able to absorb quickly and more efficiently and to be able to move throughout your whole body. And also aromatically is a really great way to use essential oils. Just even like you can do the palm inhale where you place it on the the palms of your hand and do a deep inhale, or even just wafting the bottle under your nose is a really great way to use them aromatically and diffusing them. And whenever you diffuse an essential oil, it affects your entire body also. It goes through your olfactory nerve in your nose, which triggers the limbic system in your brain. And that's the place that houses your moods and your emotions. And so that's how um, essential oils can be really helpful and how they work emotionally just by inhaling them, which is a really powerful way to use that. And then you can also use them internally if it's a pure therapeutic grade essential oil and if it's uh, deemed safe for internal use. It's something to be really careful about because some oils are safe to take internally, some oils aren't. And I always say, use your own discretion with that. If it feels bad to you, don't do it. If it's something that you're comfortable with, you can speak to your doctors about that and kind of always work with your health practitioner to do what is safe for you and what feels good for you. But there's a lot of benefits of internal use for those also. 
And Leah, how do you incorporate essential oils into your daily life? Do you have like a a routine, like a morning routine that starts you off? Or is it just as your day, as you go through your day, whatever you may be needing? Kind of a little bit of both. And that's what's beautiful about essential oils. I have diffusers all over my house. And what I like to do is set oils next to my diffusers. And I have them in places where I see them. So I have them in the bathroom. I have them in my kitchen. I have them in my living room. And I have the oils that I like to use throughout the day next to them. So it's really easy to remember, oh, I need to turn my diffuser on and use this to help me. And um, by the bed, that's a really great place to use them too. I like to diffuse um, juniper berry is a really great one for sleep, especially if you struggle with nightmares or really vivid dreams. That's one that I diffuse at night. Um, I also, like you mentioned, I have degenerative disc disease in my back. And so I use supplements from doTERRA. I I use Copaiba soft gels and the turmeric dual chamber soft gels. Those are really great to help support with inflammation and pain. So I have those in my medicine cabinet and I I use those every day. I also apply deep blue and past tense along my back topically. Whenever I'm feeling pain, those really help me in that area also. And I really like making rollers. That's the, the most efficient way in a a really easy way to use essential oils is to use rollers and I have labels for them. You can get them. Share Oils is a really great website to get oils, uh, labels and recipes to use to make those rollers for yourself. And so I have tons in my purse and anytime I am feeling, if I'm feeling upset, then I rub console over my heart or on the insides of my wrist. Or if I need to feel calm, I use lavender. And so I just try to have them wherever I might need them, like in my purse or in my kitchen or around my house. So they're available to me. I really liked your, I'm going to call it a tip about having your essential oil sitting right by the diffuser. Yes. So, you know, they're not sitting on somebody's shelf. Exactly. Not being used. You know, you can see them and you're using them and, and gaining all those wonderful benefits. Yes, exactly. That's one of my favorite things to do is just put it where you use it and where you see it. And it helps to create these habits of, oh, I see that it's there and this is what I need right now and it's available to me. Now, did I hear you say, or maybe I saw this um, on your social media, you do like to make body butters and, and different recipes with your essential oils, right? I really do, yes. So whenever I got started with essential oils, um, it was, again, right after my daughter's hip dysplasia journey had really taken off. And so um, Christmas was coming up and my family didn't have the financial resources to buy gifts. And so uh, doTERRA actually has a part on their website that's specifically for DIY stuff. And so I took off on their website. They have recipes for body butters and sugar scrubs and shampoo even. And so I just had a lot of fun on the doTERRA website. And one of my favorite things that I really like to make now is body butter. And you can go to doTERRA.com, search, it's under their blog section on their website. And, or just search in the search bar of body butter. And they have a really great whipped body butter recipe. And it's a half a cup of shea butter, a half a cup cocoa butter, 
a half a cup of coconut oil that's just raw coconut oil and then a half a cup of fractionated coconut oil and you just heat all of these up in like a double boiler and melt them and then you just use a hand mixer once they cool and you whip it up and it's so fluffy and soft and soothing and then you can add whatever essential oils you need to meet your needs at that time into it and it's it's very inexpensive compared to what you can buy at the store. You know exactly what you're putting on your body, which is important because what's on your body goes in your body. And so ingredients really matter. Um, and so it, it's, it's just kind of a really beautiful thing. You can use it as a gift or you can use it for yourself. And it's one of my favorite things to do now is to just kind of pamper myself in the ones that I love with things that I can make. I see a lot of things coming up, you know, making body butters and scrubs and roller bottles for Christmas myself. Yes. <laughs> it's a great way to save money and to really just pour quality things into people and love into people and healing into people. Well, I have, right before I started this series, I had done, uh, my previous series was on self-care. And so, you know, I've really become very cognizant about, you know, what we put on our bodies, as you were saying. And being very mindful of that. Yes, so many things have synthetic fragrances. And this is something that I've experienced myself is how much that affects your hormones. And being young and having infertility issues or miscarriages and stuff, it really it made a huge impact of me of this is something that without even knowing it, I'm harming myself with trying to pamper myself and finding those alternatives of, okay, here's a way that I can really support myself and my well-being without harming me. And that's, yeah. it's, it's so important. So what's the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months and why? I think, honestly, it would be my journey with doing the business side of doTERRA and how I kind of always before had this idea of who would learn from me you know what do I I don't what do I have to offer people and then having this opportunity to just share with people and to see I'm changing people's lives just by being me just by sharing what I love and what I have learned and getting that opportunity to learn from other people too. And it's just, that's been a, a huge surprise to me is to see how much of an impact we as individuals have on so many people around us, whether we know it or not. And a lot of the times we don't even know it. We might find out, you know, months or years later, or maybe never even, but everybody that we encounter, we impact. And that's, it's so powerful <laughs> to just really accepting that and realizing that. Lee, I appreciate you saying that about that being a surprise to you because that's how I felt when I started the podcast. You know, even though it was something I wanted to do, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many big names out there. Why would somebody listen to me? But Everybody has their own, I'm going to say, their own influence and their own way of saying things that somebody relates to. Exactly. We all have value. <laughs> it's just taking that time to accept that and to share that. It's, it's, for some people, it's really difficult. And for me, that was it was a difficult thing for me to realize, too. 
Well, I think your story is powerful um, with your daughter and, and, and with your journey and everything. So you keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and what's the, what is the one big thing that you would like our listeners to get from this episode? If there was like one golden nugget, what would that be? It would be that your life has value and share it with other people. Be vulnerable and allow people to see the real you, the authentic you, because there's there's value in that, whether we realize it or not. And to just kind of step away from the idea of putting yourself in this box to meet standards of other people, just be yourself, because there's so much value in that. There's so many people can heal from just hearing your story and can learn from that and feel and grow their acceptance of their self through just you being you. Beautiful. Now this question I ask in many different ways, but it all leads to the same place. So bear with me for a moment. So I want you to imagine, and you're looking out, and you're 50 years old, 60 years old, and you're looking back at the Leah of 2022. What would you think the Leah of 2022 for as that 50 or 60-year-old woman? I would thank myself for standing up for myself and realizing that I can make my own choices. And I think that was something that before, especially in my 20s, I didn't realize that. I thought, you know, other people, especially doctors, that's been a huge thing for me of thinking that, you know, doctors tell you one thing and that's got to be what it is, even if it doesn't feel right or doesn't feel good. And that we have, realizing that we have that choice of, you work for me. <laughs> I need to, to do what feels the best for me. And if that doesn't, your ideas for my care don't feel good, then I don't have to allow you to treat me. And that's something that in my 30s, especially with my daughter and with her care, that I would really thank myself for is saying no sometimes <laughs> and how that's okay. And just really embracing that. I'm really proud of myself for that. I think a lot of people, using your example, Leah, a lot of people may take somebody else's suggestions, what they want you to do as the thing to do. But being able to stand up for yourself is just amazing. And it's hard. <laughs> a lot of the times it's hard to say, you know, that doesn't that doesn't feel right for me. And even if that's what everybody else thinks that that's, you know, that's what you have to do. It, if it's not right for you, then it's not right for you. And there's power in saying no. <laughs> it's important. Yes, it's is. important to say no and to find what really does work for you and stick with that. <laughs> Regardless of what anybody else thinks, you're, you're doing what's best for you and that's okay. Leah, how can people find you on social media? How can they reach out to you if they wanted to, like, talk to you about your daughter's journey and your, your journey with essential oils? 
Well, I actually took a hiatus from social media for a while. Um, so my Facebook is kind of new, but it's me. And it's just Leah Brashear, L-E-A-H B-R-A-S-H-E-A-R. And my picture is me playing a banjo. <laughs> so if you see that, you'll know that it's me. And um, a lot of my stuff is set to public. So I, I want to share that with people. I would love for people to reach out and talk to me if they have any questions or just follow along to see the things that I'm learning. I try to share that. I appreciate you being a guest on the podcast, and I know that there's people listening that is just going to just really resonate with everything that you had to say, Leah. I'm really thankful for this opportunity to share. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you. I'm so happy you're listening to this episode with Leah Brashear. And if you want to continue this conversation or you want to share your takeaways, any ahas or anything that came up, come on over to Instagram. I'm at Cindy.McMillan. And make sure you're following me. Jump into my DMs. Say hello. I'd love to hear from you. And friend, have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world and live inspired.